You're listening to Be You with Jackie Moore. Hey y'all, welcome back. Today we are wrapping up Psalm 139, the last couple of verses. So these last few verses, verse 23 and 24, are really the two verses that made me fall in love with this psalm. Um, They are verses that the Holy Spirit used from, gosh, early in college even, to really help me process and listen to him and understand um, who I am and and how I can listen to him and and live for him and live freely for him. So it talks about, we're going to break this down, but um, it talks about, you know, anxiety in here and anxiousness and thoughts. And I can definitely at times feel overwhelmed, like whether it's because I've got a lot of stuff going on or it's because I said something that I shouldn't have said and how are they going to respond to it or or fill in the blank. But I am prone to, to having anxious thoughts and to just being really overly concerned um, about other things and not always remembering that I find my peace in Jesus. And so this verse is one that I pray often to help me with my anxiety and help me with those anxious thoughts. Um, And it truly has, I mean, I really don't think that I would call myself anymore like an anxious person. Like I don't think that I live in that. Um, I don't think that people that know me would call me an anxious person. Um, If you're listening to this and you disagree, then let me know and I will repent on tomorrow's podcast and we'll go from there. But Um, I really think that the reason that I'm able to live in peace and function out of peace and not out of anxiety to some degree, there are multiple factors I think that go into to this. Um, But I think the largest is that I just ask God to show me why I'm anxious. I I pray these verses. So verse 23, I'm going to start reading. It says, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxious thoughts and see if there be any hurtful way in me and lead me in the way everlasting or in the everlasting way, depending on your translation. But this verse, I love it so much. I seriously thought about getting tattooed somewhere like on my wrist where I could see it. The word search me to remind me to like just I could look at it when I feel anxious and just start this verse like just I've memorized this search me oh God and know my heart I can spit it out really quick it's one of the few verses that I actually have memorized um, I'm working on that but um, I basically am a big baby and don't love pain and decided against it so for now it is just tattooed on my heart but it is not tattooed on my body anywhere I know that's really cheesy but um, this is a great one to write somewhere, put somewhere. If you're into tattoos, tattoo, uh, whatever you got to do to remind yourself of these two verses. So if we break down 23, it says, search me. That in and of itself, first of all, like we have to remember who God is. Like I think you have to have a whole lot of Psalm 1 through 18 to be able to say, in Psalm 23, or 139, 23, to say, search me, O God, and know my heart. 
Like how often, think about it, how often do you ask for someone to search you or to search your things or to search your productivity at your job, to really look into it and to know it, right? I think about my mom um, and, and not just my mom, but multiple people, like there's just something I do it now too, but there's just something about as a girl, when you see someone going through your purse and you don't, they didn't tell you, you don't know why, or going through your bag, even if there's nothing in there to hide, there's just this, this sense of like, wait, what are you doing? You're going to mess things up. Why are you Why are you looking at my purse? Like even with Brandon sometimes, whenever um, he, like I'll, I'll say, can you, can you hand me my purse? I need to get something out of it. And he'll try to find it in there. I'll say, no, you can just hand it to me. I'll do it, right? I don't know what it is, but there's just this part of me that, that's my purse and I want to look at it and I want to look through it and I don't want you messing things up, which is funny if you've ever looked at my purse because it is not organized at all. It's all just haphazardly thrown in there. But I think that just goes to show that that this, what is being prayed or asked of right here to search me is very counter-human, is very counter who we are in our flesh, or we don't want to be searched. Typically, if someone is being searched, um, bad things are happening, right? Like they you're you're going through TSA and you're going to miss your flight because they've picked you to search you or maybe you um, have gotten in trouble with the law and they are searching you. But so for us to ask God to search us and to know our heart, that reveals to truly do that, that reveals what we believe about God. So if we have trouble praying this, if we have trouble asking God to search us, and to know what he means by know our heart, really to like show us what is in our heart. That's what it's saying there. Like show us our heart motivation behind our action, behind our words. If we have trouble asking God to do that, well, then that's a red flag, right? In our walk with him that there, one, maybe we don't trust him enough to ask him to search us, or two, we're trying to hide something. And there's something there that we don't want um, to be found. And either of those two things need to be dealt with, right? We need to to ask God to remind us of, you know, what he says in Psalm 139, 1 through 18, where we remind, we're reminded of who God is, the fact that he knows us anyway, that he's ordained all of our days. Um, or if we don't want God to search us because we're afraid of what he will find, well, then we should even more so be praying this verse, right? Then maybe our prayer is, God, help me to mean this verse. I know that there's something I'm hiding. God, I know that there's something in here that I don't want you to find. But it's kind of mixed all together, trusting God that when he finds it, he will deal rightly with it and he will deal lovingly with that sin. He will deal lovingly with whatever he finds. Um, Enables us to ask him to search us and know our hearts. The second part of that says, try me and know my anxious thoughts. So very similar to, to try me, to test me, right? To, to show me why I'm feeling anxious, why I'm feeling overwhelmed. So like I said, I do this often whenever, if I say it's like been a long day at school or I had an interaction with someone, a person that I don't really necessarily um, feel good about that interaction, but I can't put my finger on it. I'm not sure why I can't feel good about it. Then 
I will sit and I will pray, God, search me, know my heart, test me, show me my anxious thoughts. Like why, God, am I feeling anxiety? And then I'll keep going. See if there is any hurtful way in me. So if there's anything in me right now that is causing this anxiety, uh, bring it to light. Like I want it to be brought to the light because I've done this with the Lord and I know that he's consistent. And every single time he brings it to the light, he deals lovingly with it. He shows me where I'm comparing myself to someone else or where I'm caring too much about other people's opinion of me and not God's opinion of me or where I was wrong, where I sinned, where I was hateful and where I need to apologize. When he shows me these things, I always feel love. I feel peace. I feel joy. I feel the fruit of the spirit in those moments. I never feel like I've been exposed in a, in a harmful way, right? Because consistent, like I, I've learned to trust God in this. And so this may be something that you have never done before. You've never really thought to ask God whenever you feel anxious. You've never thought to ask him, God, show me why I feel anxious. So that's my encouragement to you is to ask him to show you that but also to be ready for when he does, like he's going to bring it to the light to deal with it, right? We bring things to the light, God does, so that we can deal with it and he can mold it and he can shape it and he can change it to look and change us to look more like Jesus. That last line there, it's probably my favorite. And lead me in the everlasting way. The Bible, like in Acts, um, it talks about, it refers to the early church. Acts is all about, the book of Acts is all about the early church. And in it, it talks a lot about, obviously, Jesus and the spreading of the gospel and telling other people about Jesus. And during this time period, they referred to following Jesus or giving your life to Jesus as the way. So what we would call Christianity they would call the way, like they, that he is the way. And that came from Jesus saying that he was the way. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through him. And so the end of this verse, I think we see Jesus, right? And lead me in the way. So when, what, what is this way talking about? If that throws you off, well, it's talking about like, make us become like Jesus, Bring these things out, search me, know my heart, try me, pull out my anxious thoughts, show me if there's anything hurtful in me so that I can deal with it and that I can walk as Jesus would walk, right? We see Jesus in this passage so beautifully, I think. Um, so this is my encouragement to you today to, to if you've never done this before, it's going to be honestly kind of scary the first time you do it, but just trust God. Don't trust me. Trust God and trust that he will answer you. And then when he does, trust him, fully give to him whatever he brings to the surface, whatever is answered with God, show me my anxious thoughts. However, he answers that, then give that to him. Ask him to show you how to then walk in the way. So if he, for example, if you pray that and he shows you that you were wrong in a situation and you said something that hurt someone else, that you sinned against someone by being hateful, then to walk in the way 
is to be humble, right? Jesus is humble to go to that person and to ask for forgiveness, to say, hey, I'm sorry, I was wrong in this. Um, Please forgive me. Now we can't control, this is a whole nother lesson. We can't control whether they forgive us or not, but that's not why why we do it, right? We don't do it for them. We do it because we want to be obedient to the Lord. Because when we're obedient to the Lord, he can lead us in the way. And when we're walking in the way, then we are being who we were created to be. 